You're listening to the State of Our Football Nation on FNR. Uh, it's George and Lockie in the studio and joining us uh, by phone, because she's been busy, busy, busy all day, is the uh, MD of Melbourne Victory, Caroline Carnegie. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Um, what a tremendous last few days. Some great news has come out of the club. Would you like to fill all those people who weren't at the season launch and uh, didn't get a chance to hear uh, the good news that there's a big brand, a big company, uh, I think Miami-based, are they not, uh, who've come to the party and they're offering something very special, uh, a brand-new front-of-shirt offering for the Melbourne Victory. Yeah, that, that's right. We've had a, an amazing week and we've had a couple of different pieces of good news. We've obviously announced our, our new front-of-shirt partner in Bonzer Airlines. Uh, they are part of the, the 777 portfolio, but it is part of a separate deal to the strategic investment we also announced yesterday. But it's a four-year principal partnership with our men's team, uh, the biggest one that the club has done, and we are incredibly excited about uh, everything that Bonzer has to offer for our members and fans as well. It's, it's, it's a sensationally Australian uh, branding. Bonza, Bonza, you beaut. And the, um, uh, the, the planes, are they Shazza and Bazza as well? <laughs> <laughs> I think it sits very nicely next to our women's front of shirt partner and mate. Could you get oh, anything yes. better than Bonza and mate? Oh, fantastic. Well done. That that is a that is a good strategic call. So and, um, brand, brand, brand synergy? Brand awareness, it's called. Brand awareness. Um Caroline, that's right. Yeah, a lawyer in in your in your um, uh, initial um, um, uh, life and and world, but you've now been given a tremendous role, a transformative role at the biggest football club in in Australia. I'm talking about the Round Ball Code. That's Melbourne Victory. You're the MD. Um, it, it it wasn't um, uh, all roses when you came on board. You had a lot of work to do. Uh, you made um, a, a fantastic appointment. John did the Litzer came on board, and then you started uh, taking a look at uh, the administration and creating a whole new pathway. Uh, how's the journey been? You didn't quite get the chocolates last year, but you certainly excited some very, very tough-to-please fans. Yeah, I think I think that's right. You know, when I started, if we'd all uh, came to get, come together as a Melbourne Victory family and said where we ended up, you know, one point off Premier's Plate and a, a game off the grand final, I think everybody would have jumped at it. We, we were disappointed at the end. You know, as you get better, you want more. And yep. our campaign this year is about the club wanting more. But everybody at the club has put in so, such an enormous amount of work to try to get Melbourne Victory back to where it should be. We're very proud of the, the people, the culture we've got, the football department, men and women, and as you rightfully said, JD has played an enormous part in that. Um, and then culminating this week, heading into this season with you know our new front of shirt partner and our new investment partner, I think uh, you know we're on the right track. There's always going to be more to do, but we want to be innovative and bold and mm. make change, and, and we're aligning ourselves with the right partners to enable us to do that. And that's just going to result in benefits for our members and fans. I mean, it's it's easy to forget just how bleak things seemed, both internally and externally, for for Melbourne Victory before you know last season. Before you you came in, what do you think ha- has been the key? Obviously, there are so many many elements that go into to running a, a football club. But what do you think has been the sort of um, biggest factor behind 
the market improvement we've seen Popovich. from victory on and off the field in <laughs> on and off the field though Georgie, yeah, yeah, yeah. in, in, sh- in oh, such yeah. a, a short space of time mm. yeah look I think on the field you, you've you've nailed both of them having Tony join has been amazing for us having JD who's really got a focus across all our football programs has been fantastic. That's really helped us get things together. And I say that on the men's side because obviously Jeff hasn't needed a lot of help with being back-to-back champions. Mm. But, you know, we've provided the support that we can to to get the women the same as as the men as well. I think off the pitch, it's just been a case of trying to listen to, you know, all of our stakeholders. We won't always get things right, um, but we're trying very hard to make sure that we do and to the extent to which we might have to do things different to what they want to see or hear that we communicate openly about why that might be that the club has to go down a certain path. And I think if you're genuine with people and open with them, they, they understand. They might not like the decisions all the time, but the fact that they, they know that you've thought about the club, you've thought about them and you've, you've tried to align those two things together makes a big difference to how they support you and perceive you and, and uh, how well the club goes off the pitch. Caroline Carnegie is our special guest on FNR State of Our Football Nation. She's the MD, the Managing Director of Melbourne Victory. And uh, we touched on and started the conversation by saying uh, how exciting it must be to be working for the biggest uh, football club in the country. Um, it, you're also working in the most competitive uh, city in Australia in terms of sport. Melbourne is notorious. It's tough. Um, there are so many competing interests. Um, I'm sure that you have other interests as well. And I, I would suggest too, and I'm, I'm going to ask you now, uh, do you spread your allegiances to other codes or are you one-eyed and glued only to Melbourne Victory? I am currently one-eyed and glued only to Melbourne Victory because <laughs> there's so many things that we can be doing and I, um, I'm i so passionate about the club. I've got the best job in the world, so there isn't anything else I'd rather be doing or following. I did in a, in a previous life uh, also support an AFL team and I still would support them, but really it's all about the round ball code for me. You haven't got, a t- you haven't got time. So what was that AFL side? I'm a Kangaroos fan. Is that right? So you must be feeling all the stress and and uh, consternation that so many of the others are feeling at the moment, uh, with uh, the goings on that are happening in that part of the uh, the football and sporting sphere. But let's get back to to victory. Uh, you've got a tremendous role. You're the first woman to take on the the challenge uh, at the very top of the tree in, a, in an Australian football club. That's a, that's a huge uh, responsibility. And I get a feeling, in just listening to you speaking, that um, you want to make a huge success of it. Um, we saw a number of women over the last uh, half a dozen years stand up and represent big football clubs in other codes, and they did awfully well. Um, uh, is, it, is it time now for Victory to get climbed the, uh, the last few inches, the last few feet, to uh, once again ascend the, uh, the Everest and be the, the number one football club in the country? Absolutely it is. I mean, that's what it's all about for us. I mean, we're we're in the sporting capital of the world. We're part of the biggest sport in the world. We might not be the biggest in Victoria, but, you know, we'll get there. I think we're starting to line things up as a code in football. We've got two World Cups within the next, you know, what is it, nine months. Um, You know, victory is going to be a formidable challenger and, uh, you know, this season and many seasons to come. And 
we're going to do, I'm going to work very hard, my team's going to work very hard, the boys and girls are going to work very hard to make sure uh, we get to the top, that's for sure, and, and that's the top of football, but the top of any team sport, really. So, you know, the sky's the limit for us. Now, as a smart businesswoman, I can bet your bottom dollar that um, there won't be one kit that uh, Victory will be running out this year. How many kits have you lined up to roll out? Uh, and how many different colours? Because I'm getting so many people saying to me, where's our famous Melbourne Victory top? But it's it's not just kits anymore. There's the exclusive Nani range as well. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. It's, it's all happening. <laughs> but quite I, seriously, I, I, how, I many, how, many kits, how many kits are we going to see we'll this year? we keep everyone happy, happy with our kit. Look, with you, the home kit you saw released uh, a couple of days ago, the away kit you'll see after the weekend, but everybody sort of knows what that's going to look like because our fans designed it and mm. voted for it. We're very lucky we've got a partnership with Ultra Football, which does enable us to be a bit more nimble with some bits and pieces around kit and merchandise. And we'll continue to see where we can push boundaries, do things differently. We'll take on board feedback. We'll learn from the things that our members and fans want to see. And um, we'll be we'll, we'll push some different things through, that's for sure. Well, yeah. s- Go on, Spe- you, you were speaking, speaking of, uh, of Nani, not only will he be you know spearheading his own sort of uh, sub merch line within the the Melbourne Victory He's brand. He's following young Timmy Cahill. Yeah, something remember, something remember like Timmy that. Timmy started. I remember Harry, Harry Kill had a had, oh, had a politics stint oh, as well. Dear. I think that think that ad is still up at the DFO anyway. <laughs> um, obviously, Nani is also going to be spearheading this uh, assault on the the A League Men's title for the the side. Obviously, a, a landmark signing, not just for Melbourne Victory, but for the the league as a whole. I'm curious to know a little bit more about the the process of of how that deal came to be because a lot of the time it's a simple sort of club approaches, player and vice versa, but obviously there's been a big push from the APL on clubs to to target specific types of talent. So there's been sort of a three-way relationship here. To take us through the uh, the, the process of how the the Portuguese maestro came to uh, sign for Melbourne Victory. Yeah, no problems. Look, from a footballing perspective, the the signing of, of Nani was no different to other other players in that it starts with the football department, the coach, JD, um, and the rest of the football team looking at the talent that we're looking or the positions that we're looking to fill and, and who we think might, might fill those. Um, with someone at Nani's stature, we needed some assistance with that and the league definitely has a focus and, and Danny Townsend should be... Um, commended for it on making sure that we get the best talent that we can in here to create excitement for the league and to help build. And and after those discussions initially started with our, with our football sort of hat first, um, we, we approached the league around marquee status and support and what we might be able to do together um, if we had somebody of his calibre playing for Melbourne Victory. And, and we landed where we landed and we couldn't be more excited to see him run out tomorrow night, or Saturday night, I should say. Uh, Caroline, one of the things that I, as a football fan, would love to see, especially we're now inside a year before the Women's World Cup, what are the chances of seeing double headers? I'm not talking about curtain raisers. I'm talking about double headers, Amy Park, men's and women's. Same yeah, day. Look, we're going to have four or five of them this season. Uh, we had all our women's games. Uh, home games bar one, I think, that was moved because of COVID um, as an opener for the men last season at Amy. 
Um, and we're actually going to have a double header where the men open for the women this Ooh, season beauty. in February as well, which I think is a fair... Hang on, let me do that again. Cozy. Bonza. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's right. It's Bonza, mate. Um, so, you look, we're really excited about The double headers are great for us. We think it's a fantastic exposure to people that might not necessarily follow the women's game as yep. closely as they do the men's. Um, I know the league has a little bit of a strategy of perhaps trying to play some of the women's games in a more vocal ground and sort of touring them around to get support and and that works for some teams for us we want to see our girls front and center at amy park jeff wants to see the girls there there isn't a better stadium in in melbourne for them to play at um and that's the way we will continue to go well that's exciting stuff that really is exciting and it's the sort of thing that the the real football fan has been craving and asking uh you know to to see more of and and i and i've asked the question uh, of other clubs and we we keep hearing things like uh, the people who run the ground don't want to load the pitch up. They, there are other sports that are being played. <clears throat> Pardon me. And, and and it's always about the stadium holders. And I'd love to see, or I'm loving hearing, that you have some leeway or you've made and, uh, and reached out to find more leeway to a- arrange and have these games actually taking place. Because this is, yeah, I- this is how we get the excitement levels, you know, through the roof. The most important thing for us is that we need we need our fans, we need people who love football to come along and support the girls as well. Correct, correct. And then the narrative sort of writes itself. So, you know, we're going to push it. We want our girls to be there. That's, that's the forum we want to see them play in and that's how we want to build the game. But we need every one of our members and fans to come along and support the girls and support the boys and fill the stadiums for both so that we can make sure we create the best and most sustainable future and the most successful football outcomes for Melbourne Victory. Uh, Tony Popovich uh, doesn't like missing too many seasons without success. Um, you had a long chat together. You guys are on the same page. You know what you want. <laughs> We're all on the same page. Of course we know Fantastic. what we want. Fantastic. It's all about the silverware. Oh, man, that's exciting stuff. And <laughs> talk to me about the women. Talk to me about the women and um, uh, and the, uh, the situation there. Have you got... Is the side now intact, in, 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 in complete, or are there still more announcements to be made before before the games start? There'll be a couple more announcements to be made in the lead into the start of the A-League women's season for sure, but we've got good stability in the side from last year. We're, we're fortunate we're getting Kayla Morrison back. I'm not sure whether you recall, but she obviously mm. hurt herself in the first game last season, Correct. Yep. Uh, which took her out for the rest of the year. And I, I've seen Kayla around the office quite a bit this week, and she's very excited about getting back into training and getting back into matches. Um, and I think, you know, Jeff probably doesn't like me saying it, but we're all pretty excited about seeing where we might land with a three-peat. The girls are very <laughs> motivated to continue their success for sure. Oh, three-peat. Whenever I hear the word three-peat, I get very nervous. <laughs> I think, um, I think the rest of the, the rest of the ailing women should probably be the ones who are, are yeah, nervous correct, when yeah. that sort of talk is, uh, oh, yeah. is flying well, around. Well, well, what makes it even more exciting is that all the women now have an extraordinary opportunity if they want to play international football, if they can play for the Matildas. Uh, there, we've seen a, a, a crop of players suddenly go down with injuries. Kaya Simon only the other day did an ACL. Um, that's not what you want to hear with, uh, you know, the, 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 the world, Women's World Cup less than a year away. It asks an, an awful lot of players, and I can, I can imagine the stress that goes in there, but the opportunity for those next up, that, that next generation, they would be, you'd be jumping out of your skin, wouldn't you, Caroline? 
I think I think that's right. They are. They're they're excited about the opportunities. They're excited, to be honest, just about having the World Cup on home soil as well. And you know, having a successful A League women's season leading into that will be great for us. It'll be great for football, and it'll be great for the World Cup legacy as well. So we're we're all looking forward to that for sure. And are you ready for the next uh, the first home game of the season? You're playing away, of course, in Sydney. And uh, already we're hearing that there are a great number of Victory fans who have taken the opportunity to go travelling. Yep, and we look, we couldn't be more excited or proud of that. I think our fans are, when you talk about do we want to be the best, um, you know, A-League club or, or just generally football club or club in Australia, I think we've got the best supporters, the most passionate supporters of, of any code and of any club. And having, you know, a thousand odd that, you know, we've seen the numbers that are heading up to Sydney when, you know, you look at how difficult it is to travel and how expensive it is at the moment, you know, we're so proud that, that the guys are going to be there and the girls to support to support our boys. The boys know about it. They're very excited to be playing in front of them and I'm sure it'll help us on Saturday night. Uh, would you be part of that touring party or uh, your job I very am, much? Yes. But, oh, you will be there. I will be there. Very I can't good. miss the first game of the season. <laughs> of course not. Absolutely well, not. Yeah, well, the the fact that so many have committed to sort of filling that away, babe, not just because of the difficulties of travel, as you've outlined, Caroline, but the, the difficulties of the actual conditions on the day. It's supposed to be quite rainy as it has been throughout the country. I mean, that augurs pretty well for, for what we can expect from, you know, not, not, just, pitch, not just the first home game against uh, Western Sydney, but the, the season to come. Yeah, I think that's right. And our first three games are all going to be crackers. You know, we've got the Big Blue starting off up in Sydney, but then the Wanderers. So Nani's first game in Melbourne for our fans <laughs> to really truly come along and all support him. And then a, and then a home derby against uh, City the following week. It's going to be a great start to the season for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Caroline, I wanted to ask another quick question about this uh, this investment from, from 777 Partners. One of the, one of the things that... The, that people were very quick to, to note about the deal is this sort of other investments that, that the group have, have made, particularly into to other football clubs. We've seen they're also aligned with the likes of uh, Genoa, Vasco da Gama, Standard Liège, Sevilla as well in Spain. Does that potentially open up any fresh opportunities for, for a club like Melbourne Victory? Of course it does. I mean, we think scouting. sort of mentioned it when mm. we came out with it yesterday, but one of the things that we want to make sure is that we're continually at the front and improving as, as part of at, at Melbourne Victory and we want to be leading the way. And we really need to make sure that we've got a true pathway for our talent, whether that's players or coaches, and even our administration staff to learn from the way other people around the world do it and do it well. And, and part of their network is what was so appealing to us to be able to work with those sorts of clubs with Triple Seven and to be able to grow the Melbourne Victory brand opportunity offering and, and franchise is just amazing for us. Uh, Caroline, thank you very much for accepting the invitation to join us on FNR. Uh, I know it was short notice, but it's really appreciated. Thank you for giving us the time and get, taking us through this uh, fantastic new uh, involvement that uh, features Triple uh, Seven Partners and, of course, Bonza. And what's the other? Mate. Well, Mate. Okay. Got it. Just sort of there. Uh, and no good luck. When, do you, when, do you, when, do you head, when do you head off to Sydney? When do you head off? I head off tomorrow afternoon. Okay. Safe travels. And we'll talk to you when we get Thank back. Thank you very much. All the best.